Let me share with the Olam this week what I think is uh, from the fundamental Hadrochis HaChayim. And once we go through it, you'll see that it's boiled in the parasha. And what was misheard to me as I read recently, a short time ago, a Maise that happened with Rebbe Leo Lapian, And that Maise was Mamish. Uh, an eye-opener. The beginning of the parasha starts with the very difficult Chalisha Sadas of Aaron HaKoyim. Tabra Olaoim Vamata Elo Baloyslos Hanerei Zoktrashi Lomonismecha Why is this parasha found next to the parasha's Nosei of the Chanukah Sanasim? Lefik Sheroa Aaron HaKoyim Chanukah Sanasim Choshos Daito Shalim Eim B'Chanukah Lehu V'Leishifteh so forgetting what all the Rishonim ask, the Ramban is Marach, and others, what was the big deal about the Hadlokas Menorah? Why was that such a great thing? Big deal. Like the Ramban says, if HaKadosh Baruch was trying to be Mephias Aaron, why does he take an avoid that special? That the Torah says is special. Yosimu Keturah Ba'apecha, the Keturahs. That was the Koyans what you would call badge of honor. Why are we picking this, this on a, on a avoidal level, we can't call anything insignificant. But on a avoidal level, I, I have no right to say anything. I'll just tell you what Chazal say. What Chazal say about Hadloka? Hadloka is not Mamish and Avoida. In fact, it's bizarre Ksheva. Machlik is showing him exactly how could a Zohar light the menorah? How does he get there? He's not allowed to go over there. So there's a whole tumult with a Teres Kahanim. If you hold Loi Kvinerus, the candles weren't in the menorah itself. You were able to remove them. So you lit it outside and then they brought it back in. And the Mechaschinach says, How could that work? Can't light something in the wrong place? Hanukkah menorah, you're not Yoitzah. If you don't light it in the Mokam Adloka. Okay. The bottom line is that needs clarity and I'm not going to discuss that today. What was so special about that locus? But what stands out more than that is why didn't Moshe Rabbeinu tell Aaron HaKohen my dear brother be reasonable. You have everything. You have everything. You're depressed? It, it's om- it almost looks like a chutzpah. You have everything. Including the Chanukah Sanasim. Including doing the Aveda of those Korbanas. What don't you have? You come, you're complaining. What are you complaining about? That's the pillar. Years and years ago, when the Reichmans, what you do as the the Gevirim Klal Yisrael, so I always use them as a dugma. So imagine if you met one of the Reichman brothers, and they said, Lamaise, we just lost a deal, and it's, I, I can't, I have no menucha. I have no menucha. Just a real estate deal I just lost. Parshat, I'm, I'm, I'm depressed. What would you tell them? Achutzpeh. You know, I'm really upset. The Rabbanish Shalom, you know, Bernishim could have, could, have, could have made it differently. I could have gotten that deal. 
It's a billion dollars, it's not enough for you. A couple of billion. Well, what do you need? So why did Moshe Rabbeinu, why didn't the Abish tell Moshe Rabbeinu? Leich emor al-Aren, Zainish ke mechutzif. Don't be a mechutzif. Majim Chaim Kenievsky complained, somebody gave the phrases, over mechutin, sander kors. Achutzpech, fila sander kors. Chaim. Boch Hashem. You have more sound chorus than, 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 than Gans Kali Yisrael together. So filthy are sound chorus. I understand. You'd like to have another one. Now, Chaim would say, No, I'm not going to have a dance. My Mechutten got sound chorus. I'm also a grandfather. And my Mechutten got sound chorus. So imagine you went into Rab Chaim and you saw him depressed. He said, What's the problem? I had an Enikos Bruce. Kvalik. No, no, I wasn't Santa I wasn't Santa I, I lost the, the Santa Claus. There's a pillar. Mamish a pillar. So that needs, you need to analyze that to understand that if Chazal are teaching us this lesson, it's teaching us something about life. It's teaching us something about life. And the Rabbani Shalom didn't have kindness on Aaron HaKoyim. The Abish the one and he gave him he gave him Sochatoiv. Sochatoiv, Shokhogodu Mishalohem. So I'm going to tell you that it's buried in this Chazal, the foundations of human nature. That's important for a person to understand. It's important for a person to understand. Another so that's one chalik in the parasha on the positive side. Another positive chalik in the parasha. We have another group of people that was Chosha, another two guys that was Chosha Daita. And they said, What's a very strange, very strange tickle to her here. And why didn't Moshe Rabbeinu tell them, What are you wasting my time for? You just said, Why? We know that if somebody is told me they can't bring a carbon Pesach. Right? You said it yourself. Anachnu tmeim lunefesh odom. Tasugi misachesukit. I don't remember. It's Moisik b'mitzvah. You're allowed. They were even allowed to be metami themselves knowing in advance. This is one of the, one of the assayers of Moisik b'mitzvah. It's a shayla how it fits with the rest of the sugi. Because here you're being Moisik in one mitzvah before the other mitzvah was even a chiv on you. Whatever, that's a side discussion. But it's very unclear what do they want. What do these guys want? Why should we lose out? Because you told me. We're not punishing you. You're not royal for Kod Pesach. That would be like a Balmum hopping over to Aaron Akron and saying, why can't I do Avodah? Because you're Balmum. It's not your fault. I say to him for you every day. And Abel Hafi should be Zechot to many other Dvarim shall covet. But there's a, there's a Pesach in the Torah that says that a person, that a, a coin, that's a Balmum, can't do a Vaida. See if these guys didn't know that. They came knocking on the door, Beis Hamikdash, Beis Hamikdash said no. So they went to double check with Moshe Rabbeinu. What's the halacha? Makes sense. Makes sense. The, 
The guy in the base, I think they said, you know what? The guy in the Mishkan said, you guys are telling me you can't bring the carbon. They didn't know the halacha. They went to Moshe and said, does this make sense? I mean, the Shemi Shmuel even gives it a little bit of a, a shame kite, like the Shemi Shmuel always does. He says, they felt that maybe they're like a, like a, they, they worked for the Tzibor. I mean, being Mitami for Nodal Avi, wasn't, Avi wasn't a, a, a Yochid's problem, it was Klal Yisrael. So he, he brings in, again, this is a Psa, but not Halacha Machshova. That just like there's a concept of Tumud Chuyib Tzibor, so they were, they were representing, their tumor was representing the Tumas HaTzibu. But this is not Al-Piyab Shad. Moshe Rabbeinu Right? So why did Moshe Rabbeinu just tell them? Guys, stop wasting my time. I mean, he could say it nicely. This is not Hawacha. You yourselves just said, you told me about it. And he could have given them therapy. The schar is unbelievable. He could have given them gewaldic therapy. But instead, Moshe Rabbeinu says, Imdo, let me hear, let me see, let me... Let me hear what Hashem has to say. This wasn't therapy. Moshe Rabbeinu seemed to feel that unquestionably there's going to be some kind of response for them. Some kind of response. That's Nagea for them. Why didn't Moshe just tell them? Just repeat their question. You're Tomei. You're not ready to bring a Korban Pesach. Done. Anyway, there's a lot of Torah al Pimusa that the whole Pasha Pesach Sheni was said al Yudeim. Side of Sidish's farm, say it. Side of some of the Lutfish's farm. That the Pesach Sheni came about through the Tzimoyim, Lomani Gora, Adarab, but that's what introduced, that's what it was Eichem. But I'm asking you, Stam, why did Moshe, what, what did they want? What were they expecting? That's what I'm saying. They weren't expecting a new parasha to be written. So what were they expecting? They knew that they're not Roy. What were they expecting? And if you want therapy, there's other people to go for therapy. You don't go to Moshe Rabbeinu for therapy. Even Halacha Shalos, you don't go to... Dover HaGogl, you go to Moshe Rabbeinu. You don't go to Moshe Rabbeinu for therapy. So what's the Pshat then? And then, this is all on the positive. On the, on the negative side, we have the whole end of the parasha. The Mesoinim. And not a Gishmak Not a Gishmak and when it starts off the parish of Mesoinanim, it says, Vayishma Hashem, Vayiyahom ke Mesoinanim. It doesn't even say really what they did wrong. But it does say, Vatira Bomeis Hashem. So obviously, whatever the Mesoinanim was, it was a terrible, terrible thing. The other Chatoim in, in the Midbar, we can identify. The gravity of the chet. You don't need any, just the opposite. You have to go through the Rishonim to understand that it wasn't mamish as bad as it seems. But the Egel Azov, you go through the Rishonim and you realize it wasn't as bad as it sounds. Right? Miraculous. Mamish Hamor is Piyashem. 
We understand. The Messianism is very, uh, very unclear. What was so terrible? What did they, what was, it says, Vayishma Hashem, Vayichar Apoi, Vativa Bom, Eis Hashem. And then, Vaita, Vasat Suva Shebikir, Bahis Avu Taiva. Got the Taiva. That, that's not a hat on the scale of, of the Miraglim, of the Egel Azor, of Koyrach. How many of you could say you're not, you're not Bali Taiva? Right? Maybe there's a chidim here that are not Bali Taiva. But I, I don't think that uh, too many people are not Bali Taiva. So it's Avu Taiva. Good. You know how many shadows I get in the nine days to eat meat? This question I get the whole nine days. Right? Every restaurant that has a see every 25 minutes in the nine days. What is that it takes off? This question. Right? They advertise. Every half hour of see You order your dish and the see Right? Not that that's always gotten on any level of halacha. But it's an answer to me, Achille Nubos. It's an answer. I don't know why these restaurants don't say, Onu noyagin keshitas hagimore, demutulecho bosa hatsuda samavsekes. That's more real at least. That's real. Right? What happy kairos? Onu noyagin kefi, you know, because you're basically saying the same thing, but I'm going to make a galechter out of it. So, miyachileinu bosa is not a new thing. We're still saying miyachileinu bosa. Yeah? Zohan was hadoga ha-shanoichu b'mitzrayim chinom es-hakishuim v'savatichim. Good. How many guys don't say that? Who, who doesn't say that? that? That's such a terrible thing. Anyway, now Moshe Rabbeinu was at wit's end. Why is he at wit's end? It's a bunch of hungry men saying they want meat. It's all of a sudden, Moshe, we don't find such a shprach anywhere. All of a sudden, Moshe Rabbeinu, 
Abish that tells him, don't worry. So you tell me they're going to have meat now for 30 days? Till it comes out of their noses? What do you mean? 600,000 people If you ask me in this mindset, my bigger kasha is how much I My bigger kasha is how much Rabbeinu. Klai Yisrael saying we want meat. Okay. And Moshe Rabbeinu tells the Rabbeinu Shalom that the, the kitchen in Shemayim is not big enough to serve 600,000 people flesh. Who, who, who's being more unreasonable? What would you say? Who's being more unreasonable? I was there and my parents came to us last Friday night, the first time since, since COVID for Sudi Shabbos. My shver wanted my father to come down. My shver is a big chocham. He said, I need a bracha from your father. Does this Kamil help him? Your father's bracha. So my father went down. And he was telling my father all of his medical zach and why he, what he needs. Baruch Hashem, my shved Abish is watching over him. He's telling my father all of his... My father looked at him just said, Reb Nassim, by the Rebbe Shalom, it's very easy. Don't worry, he'll take care of all the things. That was, that was, that was what my father told him. Mila b'mila. Reb Nassim, by Hashem, it's very easy. The Rabbani Hashem take care of this very quickly. Yeah? Moish Rabbeinu zok the Rabbani Shalom atzoyinu boka yishochet lem umosalem. Is that enough? There's not enough meat? Yishomayim? The Rabbani Hashem, I just want to understand how, which K using shik? Shik can only do like uh, 2,000 people. He even advertises. Once it's over 2,000, it's out of his... It's out of his hands. You're going to bring in Ram also? Fine, so you get another 2,000. Rabbi which cater are you going to use? So what's Tomlin over here? So I want to tell you, Rabbi saying this parasha is Mamish Tomlin. The greatness that we all have within us and the, and the shvachkeit and the vulnerability that we all have within us. Every, 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 every human being. The Ramban explains that this whole Savu Tava came from the Medrash, from the Chazal, because Vayisu Sinai, Ketina Kaperech Mi Beis HaSefer. So the Chassam Sefer asks, Tina Kaperech Mi Beis HaSefer? They went up Hashem. They didn't decide when they go. It's not like they, they were by Harasinai and told Moshe Ben, okay, time for an off Shabbos. The Rabbanishim decided when we went. So what does it mean, Tina Kabirech mi Beis HaSefer? Rabbi Zoshtet Ramban. It's a scary Ramban. The Ramban says that if not for the fact that they were Ketina Kabirech mi Beis HaSefer, Ulayo Yunichnosim Miyad Boretz. You heard the Ramban? Could be they would have gone straight into Eretz Yisrael. 
Who knows what would have been? We can't even think our whole history could have been different. But the question is, what, what did they do exactly? It, it can't be that they dictated, you can't go to the Manal. It's not like in Yeshiva, you could go to the Manal and say, Efshik, we have an extra day, or we'll do Ritzufim and then we'll get two days and this, all these Cheshbonis. It doesn't work like that. The Wolf Shabbos was dictated in Shemayim. So what does it mean? Vosmentis. What does that mean? You know, I often ask the Kashan, the Yalkut Shemayim, the Psik there. It says, The Medrash says, that The eye sees, and then the, and the heart desires. Basically, the, the Medrash says that the, that the eyes are a sarasun, they're the brokers for the Avera. The eye sees, and, that's, and that starts the process. So I always ask the Kasha, so why does it start with Loisesu Achrei Levavchem? should say, Loisesu Achrei Nechem Vachrei Levavchem. If you're telling me that the heart is, is triggered by the eyes, so it should start with the eyes. What's the Pshat in them? The Pshat Rabbi Yisai is very simple. And here's why I'm going to tell you the Maise from the Mashgiach, from Rebbe Yol, Lapyan, Zechat Tzadik, Levrocha. And your hair will stand up from this Maise. At least mine did. This is said over by the Enikul of Rebbe Yol, Lapyan, one of the Lapyans. They go every year to the caver. On the outside, they go to the caver of the Mashgiach, Rebbe Yol, Lapyan. He was from the biggest Mashpim in the Olam Yeshivas, Rebbe Yol, Lapyan. And I knew his son very well. His son was a, was a London Godel. The Ravcha, the Shmaitzi. You know, I don't want to put out the Shmaitzi. He was Mamisha, a London Godel. Anyway, so Rebeliola, they went to the caver. And by the caver, some middle-aged guy comes, crying hysterically. Mamish like a baby. Looked like a Bentura. Crying hysterically. I need Mechila from the Mashgiach. I need Mechila from the Mashgiach, Please. Mamish, I'll get rid of my clothes that's on me. I need it. So the family, Fashtetzach, got together, made a minion. He asked for Mechila. But they didn't let him off the hook. They asked him afterwards, My high. He said, The Maise goes back to Kfar Chasidim. Yeshiva Kfar Chasidim. Knesset Yecheskel. That's where Rebbe Yol Lapyan was Mashgiach. He's mashkich in several places. That way he's mashkich. Anyway, in Knesset Yecheskel, it was Yom Kippur. And what Kahata Adalanen, the way Yom Kippur should be, ending with Nila. And you know, as, 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 as elevated as people are Yom Kippur, and Nila is the Bishai Haliyah, you still have some I call it unfortunate, unfortunate souls that are still thinking about their food. And how long, when will this end? When will this day come to a conclusion? Conclusion. Baruch Hashem, I don't think there's a lot of people like that. But there are. And unfortunately, I don't mean that they're terrible people, I just mean it's unfortunate that, they're, that they don't have enough inspiration that could somehow overshadow, I understand you're hungry, everybody's hungry, but, you know, when I'm davening uh, by Nila, I'm not, I'm not thinking about food at that point. I can't say the same as uh, when I'm holding by Oleno. By Myriff, I am thinking about food. 
I shouldn't be, but I, I am at that point. Right? So this individual said, the Baal was Marech Kedarkei Bakoidish. He went long. I, I don't know if it was, I, it maybe have been rebellious Lapian himself. I, that wasn't clear to me. And he was Marech. He said, this guy says, I was from the Yenna Hevermans in Knesset Yechesko. I was the guy, the older Bacher, the cool Bacher, the one that, when Bacher have an issue, I take care of the problems. I'm the Heverman. I'm the, I'm the Macher. I take care of everything. He says, by the end of Nila, I told my Haverim, he says, we weren't a big yeshiva then. It was a small yeshiva. I told my Haverim, I'm getting the Breitel for my herf. Number one, I'm davening my herf at Ahmed. And that was no problem. He was, an, he was enough of a hacker to get the Breitel for my herf. And he said, I am going to fly through my herf. We're not having now a half hour my herf like we always have. Motsi and Kippur, you want to give us an extra half hour Nila and then give us a half hour my herf. We're not, we're not putting up with it. We're not putting up with it. I'm sure you had from Cheshwenas also. Motsim Kippur, Mitzar, the whole Oilam, I don't care about myself. <laughs> me. By me, food is nothing but the Oilam. Anyway, he took the Breitel. He dashed through Myrib like Mamish. Didn't wait for anybody. And Mamish, he was, and they ran down to the dining room. He says, and I was the champion of the evening. A half hour later, Rebellion Lapian straggles into the dining room and he asked Oilam to call me out because he never would reprimand the Bacha Befahesia. So he says, I had no choice. The Mashkir called. He says, but I walked out of the dining room with my head up. I, w- I was very proud with my, uh, with, 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 with my efforts and with my success. He says, the Mashkir told me, you should know, you have no idea the tsar that you caused me with your marriage. He says, you ripped 40 days of my avoider. I was working the whole elo. All my schmoozing, all my davening, all my talking was all to, 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 to culminate with Yom Kippur. And as I'm myriv, and I'm feeling that everybody's just dashing out of my river and they're just running for food, you mamish ripped everything away. He says, you have no idea the tsar you caused me. I just want you to know you caused me tremendous time. The guy said, you know, he looked at the mashkiach, he walked back into the dining room, and that was it. They never spoke about this incident again. And Rebellion Lapian treated him regularly after this. He told him what he had to tell him. The next man, he treated him like a regular bocher. He didn't throw him out of yeshiva. He, didn't, uh, he just, uh, he says, I never once asked Rebellion Lapian for Mechil. And my life has been one big misery. Sorry after Tzara. He says, and for some reason, it never registered till recently that I mamish was a behemoth what I did. I never, meaning I push it, even after Mashiach came to me, I still held I was right. Be'etzim. Who are they? The Prava, uh, another extra hour for the oil, a half hour extra Nila, half hour Myra. Who are they to starve people for another hour? I never really internalized that I even did anything wrong. Anyway, the Enikel writes, the Mechila was done, and the guy's wife turned around, Baruch Hashem. His wife turned around. But when I, when I read this story, 
I realized that a human being, we have unbelievable, endless tithes. What they call now in America addictions. Addiction is a tithe. I don't care what you want to call it, you know, professionally. It's a tithe. It's a big tithe. It's a grace a tithe. Yeah. Every human being is created with addictions, with tithes, that mamish don't give you a moment where you could say, okay, it's okay. Everything is good. It's not good. You want more and you did and you you're con- that's the way your that's the way your mind works. There's no place to put that. There's not a, a, a safety box where you could put that tither away. You could go to rehab, you could go here, you could go there's a lot of places to go. But you can't put that 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 piece in you somewhere outside of yourself. If you're going to put it into things that are good in life, ruchnias, there's going to be no end. There's going to be no end. Another, another mitzvah, another chesed, another kiveger, another. There's going to be no end. Your taka never going to be not satisfied. Satisfied you'll be because that's the beauty of ruchnias. You're satisfied, but you're still hungry. You're hungry and satisfied at the same time. You feel satisfaction with your accomplishment. You want more. He had all the Avaida. But he saw, like the Ramban says, he saw some kind of dedication of the Nasim that was done voluntarily. Nadivas Halev. That he didn't have. He was Mitzvah. And he felt like, what's with that? What's with that? That was an expression of Aaron Akoyan's addiction to Ruchnius. Addiction to his Neshama. Rather than addiction to the Guf desires. The Rebbe Shalom celebrated that. That's not a chutzpah. The Rebbe was the one who gave Aaron Akoyan the Koyach to be such a Baltaiva. The Rebbe Shalom said, Mazel Tov on that. Shalchok God Omishalach. That's, that means you're taking that koyach that you have and you're channeling it in the right direction. And if you're channeling in the right direction, there's no end. There's no end. Unseichel. Taka unseichel. Yes, al pi seichel, al pi there's no solution for them. But when you're in, a, in an addicted Mahalach, you don't think Seichel. You think, I want. I want. What should I do? I want. You know how many times I hear that from people? I want. So they came to Moshe Rabbeinu and they said, we want. Moshe Rabbeinu says, that's the way it's supposed to be. My brother just had this, the same mindset. He ended up in good. He ended up in a good place. He ended up with, the, with that locus menorah. My brother just, I just had this with my brother. This is good what you're doing. Let me hear why. How does Hashem respond to such a thing? There's got to be some response. Because you're actually doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're channeling that endless desire which every human being has. A person that's not desires is dead. That's a dead person. 
I'm depressed. I've seen depressed people with no desires. That I have seen. But anybody that's... And in fact, when people lose different tithes in life, it means that that element of their body is dead. It's, it's weaker. It's, it's, meaning, no tithe is not a sign of health. No tithe is not a sign of health. People that don't have an appetite, usually there's a sickness. They're not well. We are a tithe, that's what we are. But there's, we have to understand, what, what is, where are we going to put it? Where are we going to put that tithe? And that's going to make all the difference in life. That's going to make all the difference in life. When Christ came at the end, it doesn't say they were tithe. His avu tithe. They went onto a different track. They went onto a track now. We want to, this is where we want to go. Mevuzah HaHeinwegen in this. That means that that addiction will also never be satisfied. Just like La'avdul Aaron HaKoyen could do all the avoider. Hatsayinu Boko Yishochet La'aron HaKoyen Umotzo? The answer is no. That's the whole beginning of the parasha. Who shechted all the Kabbalahs? It's exactly what Moshe was saying at the end of the parasha. It's the beginning of the parasha. Aaron was the one who was Hatsayinu Boko Yishochet Lohem. And he was still Chol Shaddai He still said, I, I, need, I need more. Moshe Benner said the same thing. He said, Now I'm dealing with his Avu Taiva for other things. There's no way to... How's it going to be Mozart him? How's it going to be Mozart him? This is when the, when the Taiva is in the wrong place. When the Taiva is in the wrong place, it's, it's a whole different Madrega. It goes, there's no end. It's a bottomless pit. And that's the emissa takeaway from the parasha. This guy, this guy, is sitting in Knesset Yechezkel. For what? For a piece of potato cookle. He threw away his life for a piece of potato cookle. That's what it was, to have a piece of potato cookle a half hour earlier. And he was so blinded by it that after the Mashgiach told him, you killed my last 40 days, he still didn't hop. Because go try to explain to a monkey why he's running too fast after the bananas. Hey, George, curious George, what are you doing? Chill out, it's only a banana. You know? It's only a banana, it's not so gishmak, you can ask my kids. They have to mix it into the cereal to, be, to make them ulai beraya it. Those cases, they sugar from a banana. Go talk to the monkey. Meshugia? There's nobody to talk to. There's nobody home. There's nobody home to talk to. That's the, we all, we could laugh about it, but we all have the capacity to go to the Nebuch to that matric. We have the capacity to be like Aaron HaKoyen, and we have the capacity to chas v'sholem, hisavu taiva, that there's no end. And that's why the Pesach says, yes, there's a nayim, and yes, ha'ayin roya v'halev choymed, but there's a, there's a shyness. What do you look at, Taka? Do you look at Reb Chaim Kenievsky and say, No, when can I be like him? I'm a taiva. Somebody can come to me and say, Where's the Medrash? And I could say, It's a Yalkut Shemani in Chabakuk. I wish I could do such a thing. I don't have to go to the new thing. What's it called? The Oitzra Chochma. I don't have to start looking at Oitzra Chochma for things. 
Why can't I be going to a Chochmah? That's a good title. You look at a tzaddik, a balchesed, you say, I, I want to be like him. That's good. That's where you've got to put your desires. Because your desires have no end. There is no end game. It's only a question where, says the Pasuk, what basically is, is and then it's on what you look for in life, and then what you look for, it's always going to pull you to do more. But you have to make that decision. Where, what's going to be my magnet in life? Where am I being pulled? That's the takeaway. That's the takeaway from this parasha. And you look at the contrast, from the two sides. And when you're on a Ruchnius track, that's the beauty. The beauty, I'm, and listen to what I'm telling you, because this is so emes in life. Right? And What does that mean? That means it's a fascinating thing when it comes to, when you're on the, when you're on the, the Taiva for Ruchnius. It never makes you hate the person that you want to be like. I don't have one ounce of dislike to Reb Chaim. I only love him. Even though I wish I was like him. I used to walk out of Rav Steinemann and think, when can I one day be like Rav Steinemann? Right? Didn't make me not like him, the fact that I'm like a little snail in his, in his presence. It didn't make me not like him. The guy who wants another $100,000? And he's sitting next to the Gavir next to him. He can't stand his guts. If you have a tithe for spirituality, you love everybody around you. Doesn't, doesn't, I want to just, we'll end with this, I want to read you the words of the Ramah. It's hard to believe. Because I've had people come to me who've written Svarim, and then a safer later comes out and totally dismisses whatever they tried to make. They do so much better of a job. You understand? It does so much better of a job that it completely cancels whatever they wanted to do. Right? So there are two approaches. First of all, one approach is to say, Baruch Hashem. So Klai got now even something better. Noch besser. The other approach is to put that safer down. If you're putting that safer down, it means you're not really learning Torah Lishma. If you're learning Torah Lishma, the Ramah wrote a Chibur that we don't even know what it was you should know. We think you know the Ramah's Chibur, you don't know the Ramah's Chibur. The Ramah wrote a complete Shulchan Aruch. Right? What that Shulchan Aruch looked like, I wish I saw it. I don't know. I only know that the Ramah writes in his Agdomer Dark Emotion that I wrote a complete Sefer on Shulchan Aruch and he goes by Rikas. He wrote a complete Sefer on the tour. Imagine putting your whole life into something and right before you wanted to go to the final step, bingo, Bezeisif pops up. So somebody who's not an Isaac paternal would find a hundred thousand things wrong with the Bezeisif. A man the Bezeisif. I'll put out a horse on the entire Bezeisif, especially Svadi and Svadi Shepsokim in it. The whole thing is... Listen to what the Ramah writes. He goes through the whole history of what he did. Esther. This is his time. He says. All of a sudden, he 
says, I heard that the Rosh HaGoyle, Ari Mitzvachayola, a lion. Hear what he writes about, about his competing Sefer that goes, that overrides anything. I mean, he had two choices. He had two choices. He could have written, he could have said, mine is the main one. Mine is better. Mine is more for us. But no. He says, I realize, what am I doing? This whole thing is, is waste. He says, He says, He says, What, I'm going to put on my little candle? The Beis Yosef? Beis Yosef is like the sun. I'm going to put my little candle here? Could you imagine? Such, it, it, it's such beauty to see what real greatness is. True greatness. At the end he says, he says, he talks about the Beis Yosef, Hashem There is nothing missing in the Beis Yosef. He says, He didn't put out one horror. Oh, the Beis Yosef, it's not, it's I, if the Ramon would have asked me to be his attorney, I could have come up with a host of terror. Why the Ramon say is better? For, for sure, for Ashkenazim. Well, you have to get them mixed up with the Sfardish and Hogim, and you know how it is. Just let that be for the Sfardim, and this will be for the Ashkenazim. He says, I turned to Hashem and I said, Habrocha achasi ovi. Is there anything for me? Is there a more? Can you imagine? Habrocha achas liyavi. Is there maybe? This labo esef told Yitzchak Avinu. Is there one broch? Came with their hammers bulvavi. Shalayu kol dvarai genuzim. I'm ready to bury everything. Yeah, I'm going to take all my life's work, and I'm going to bury it, even though it's gevaldic work. But what does it compare to the Beis Yosef? Shraga b'tahara mayani. So before I bury. The kids that are Ramon saying before I bury everything that I ever wrote, Dr. Ramon, before I bury everything, is there anything in it that has of any value? Could you imagine? Anything that has any value. Dr. Ramon, at the end, Omati, I said that I have a little, I'll give a little kitsa, he gives three. Mindless that he has to add a little breckle to the Beis Yosef. That's the Ramah. Not, not, a, not a drop. I have people coming to me when they put out a Sefer on, on, on Halacha and then another Sefer comes out which is very clearly 20 times better than what they wrote and they're giving me 20 reasons why that book is no good. Because when your tithe is Ruchnius, not COVID, when your tithe is the right thing in life, it gives you unbelievable harmony with yourself. You have no reason to hate anybody. The Ramon was very comfortable saying, all of my chidushim are worthless compared to this. Unless Hashem shows me that there's some advantage to something that I wrote, fine, then that will be used. Unbelievable. That's the beauty when you're on that track. That's why that's a track of satisfaction. Parashas Ba'aloyz starts with the track of satisfaction. A 
Chalishas Adas, that's fulfilling. And it ends, Chas V'Sholem, with people that pursue the Taivas HaGuf, and that ends with doom. There's, life just becomes one big, miserable cycle of events. You, have, you hate people. You can't watch other people be matzliach. It's only there from this track that you choose in life. Your tithes are always going to be with you. You just have to channel them in the right places. Yeah, because I'll understand. It's kind of